Hi, this is Bill Brown of the Houston Astros. This is Sunday Strohs, a podcast brought to you each and every Sunday covering all the week's action and news. If it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Strohs. Remember, if it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. I'm one half of the Sunday Strohs team, Rob Fontenot, along with my co-host and good buddy, Mario Cortez. What's up, bud? What's going on, man? Uh, Pretty good, bud. Uh, Loving this weekend. And, you know, hey, we could sweep, man. We could sweep, but doing good. Doing good. So last night I was checking... Our uh, chart placement, you know, on Apple Podcast, and surprisingly, we're number three in Mexico. So if anyone wow. listening is from Mexico, gracias. Thanks, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate number three that in awesome. all of Mexico. That is definitely awesome. I love that. Mexico loves our strolls, baby. So before we get started, let's talk about our sponsor, Dugout Mugs. You go to dugoutmugs.com and swig for the fences. What they're promoting now is the metal bat. We've been talking about it probably three or four weeks. But I actually went to the website this morning, buddy, to give them the true uh, real figures on this thing. It is 20 ounces. I don't know what I said the other week. Hot or cold, fully color printed design they're blue i mean they're silver i guess the stripes are different some are blue and some are black i guess depending on what team you are made from vacuum sealed stainless steel keeps your drinks really hot or cold for a long time and a fully functional sliding lid with no foul tips and i'm going to say that means no leaks because i saw the video uh, that they posted and it didn't leak when you turn it upside down and here's something that'll make you happy all right. The price is $49.99. Tell everybody how much you paid because they didn't take advantage of it yet. All right. So when the promo came out, it was at $29.99. So I pretty much just paid 30 bucks. And you- for when it first came out, like the promotion, and I'm I can't wait to get mine. But man, like I'm so happy that I took advantage of this. No regrets, man. No regrets. If you would have known that it was gonna go up to $49.99, you could have bought two. Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking about that um, when I saw the price. I was like, "Oh, but hey, ready to get mine?" And hey, you know, you know, you never know what down the line they got. They got something going on. We're gonna have to go on Instagram or Facebook or one of these uh, Twitter or whatever and make a video, and you can show everybody the the bat. I, I'm pretty interested in seeing one live. I think it would be pretty cool. Oh, the videos—it's it's a lock. Oh, I'm definitely gonna post that. But you know what's cool, buddy? This is a perfect segue. The Astros four and one this week. Woo! I think, woo. Yeah, I think last week we had a losing record. That's correct. I, That's correct. I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, so I don't really know. Like, if you bet me what our record was last week, I have no idea. But I would say two and four. That's what sticks out in my head. Not good. But That's correct. Yeah. The beginning of the week was the, oh, dude, Minnesota series. 
I'm going to blame the first two. This is me. I want to know your opinion on this. The first two games I'm blaming on jet lag because we played the Dodgers on the road on Thursday or Wednesday, and then they had to fly back home and play Minnesota on Thursday. They should have had the game during the day, but they didn't. I don't know if they're being jerks to us because of 2017, but we lost. We lost 7-5. to five. We could have won. I predicted that we were going to win both. I was wrong. Uh, but that was the only loss of the week. So that would have been pretty cool if we had won that. We go uh, – where we at? We were in Colorado, right? So we go to Colorado, 5 nothing, 5-1. to one. Great performance by Odorizzi. Great performance by Framber Valdez. And then Friday and Saturday, we go to L.A. and dominate them. The Angels, 4-1 to one. last night. Eight to two. What's your thoughts, buddy, on the week? I love this week. And yeah, definitely Sunday kind of sticks out. It's a, ah, we could have had it. But, you know, I, I'll go with you on jet lag, but also I'll go with you on the fact that, uh, hey, man, I mean, what's up, MLB? You want to you wanna take it easy on us? You know, you want to wanna give us a little break on that? You know, come on. But, hey, they were all beatable uh, with, with Minnesota. Just couldn't take them, but I love this week. I love, you know, facing the Rockies, um, you know, not, you know, not in Colorado, but like definitely like, you know, loving that we took those and then to, you know, in, in, uh, in our, in our division, you know, taking the first two from the angels, like, you know, I, to be honest, last night with the uh, Otani home run, I, I was like, Oh, Oh, you know, but, you know, I know that at the end, we're going to overcome all that. And, you know, I'm loving, you know, today we could actually go for the sweep. You know, I can't remember what the stats were, but someone had posted the stats about when the Astros starting pitchers go six innings. Now, I know Odorizzi and Garcia only went five, but look, look what happens when you're starting pitching is good. Odorizzi, zero runs. Framber allowed one. Grinky zero. And then Luis Garcia, two. The only game we lost was uh, Sunday, and McCullers gave up four. So, I mean, it just goes hand in hand. I know we got a very improved bullpen that Stanek, uh, Graveman, and Presley trio at the end is amazing. And I'm very, very comfortable with our bullpen now. But just look at the difference when you're starting pitching gives you a great game. It's just day and night. It's definitely good. The what I like about the most is that the deeper they go into the games, the less pressure it'll be on the bullpen. And like you said, it's an amazing bullpen now. You know, we we have actually finished clearing out the issues in the bullpen. Uh, starting pitching that like, continues to roll. I mean, we're going to be unbeatable come playoff time. So Saturday, Yuli Gurriel was back. Good news, but the bad news. Kyle Tucker was put on the IL, and I think it was more for it's it's some kind of illness, but you know we can say it's probably COVID protocol. And he just had the grand slam. I'll tell you this: we didn't mention this, but we had a grand slam on Friday, and we had a grand slam on Saturday. And when we talk about players of the week, we can dive into it more. But did you watch the game last night when they showed the? Like all of the uh, grand slams, did you realize there was that many in this I did season? Not. 
I did not uh, know that there were, we had we the grand slams that we've had. The one that sticks out the most, of course, is the Jose Altuve one against the Yankees. You know, but I and had no he had idea three that we of had them. that many. Yeah, like I'm like wow, like I had no idea the grand slams were like when we had more. I guess I'm just enjoying them so much. I never actually counted. Speaking of grand slams and great pitching, let's get to the players of the week. Will Grand Slams get you the player of the week? We shall find out. But let's start with pitching. I'm going to give you my three nominees and see if it's you pick one of these three. I don't know why I enjoy doing it that way, but I have Jake Odorizzi, Zach Greinke, Framber Valdez. Who's your pitcher of the week? My pitcher of the week this week has to be Zach Greinke. Friday night comes in, seven innings. He's, he, I mean, he could have gone, all, he could have gone longer. He could have gone more. He only allowed two hits. He didn't walk anybody. He had like seven Ks. I mean, he was just phenomenal. I mean, our offense was good, definitely. But definitely gets my player, pitcher of the week this week because that was just a phenomenal performance. You know, I really, really, really want to give it to Jake Odorizzi because he's been so bad. And he went five innings and he only gave up three hits, buddy. Zero runs. But I'm going with you. I'm going with Zach Grinky. You give me seven innings and only give up two hits and pitch a shutout. You're the player, you're the pitcher of the week. Oh yeah. So let's move to position players. Here's my three nominees. All right. Taylor Jones, Ledmus Diaz, and Jake Myers. Who is your position player of the week? You know, I gotta go with Jake Myers. And you know what? Just looking back at the week that was, I, I went over everything, not just stats, but on his arrival slash upbringing slash, you know, becoming part of the lineup. And, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, last night would just like seal the deal for me with the home run and the, uh, the two home runs, including the grand slam. I just, I couldn't give it to anybody else this week. He just, his performance just this week, like at the end of the week, just sticks out more than everybody else to me. So what's crazy about this week, you have Taylor Jones, who went two for four on Sunday. He went two for four on Tuesday. And then he, I mean, he didn't play against the Angels. Then you have Diaz, who comes back this week, and he went two for five. He went three for three on Wednesday. And not really much. And then you have Tucker, who didn't really do anything, but he had a grand slam. And Jake Myers, he had a two home runs. So he's only started two games, four hits, two home runs, five RBIs. It's padded by the Grand Slam. But I am going with you, buddy. I mean, yeah. you have to give it to him. He only played two games. Can you imagine what he would have done if uh, he would have played all week? Who knows? But he's very humble. I, I really enjoyed the post-game interview last night. Jake Myers, Zach Greinke, Players of the Week. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's do this Sunday Strohs poll now, buddy. I really liked this. It's, it got quite a bit of response as well, so I'm pretty proud that I came up with a good one like this. But let's say Carlos Correa is no longer on the Astros roster in 2022. Which Astros player should take his place in the HEB commercials? I gave these options, Kyle Tucker, Michael Brantley, 
Lance McCullers Jr. Now, for me, without ruining your answer, the the obvious choice is Yuli Gurriel. He has the charisma, he has the hair, but I don't know if he has the English for it. And you have Alvarez, but I don't know if he has the English for it. So, I mean, I kind of put people that spoke pretty good English, and it made me think of Altuve, but he speaks pretty good English. So, who are you taking, buddy? Tucker, Brantley, Lance McCullers Jr. And if you want to go player by player and explain why you didn't pick them or whatever you want to do, go for it. Okay, so from the poll standpoint, I did pick uh, Kyle Tucker. But I think, you know, he fits pretty well. And I think more than for the most part, he's going to be a pretty good part of our team that I know that he could definitely take over. Uh, from the poll standpoint, I did, you know, pick Tucker. Um, but I did actually would want to see Yuli because I know he's, it's like you said, he's got that personality. He's got everything. I mean, he's got the, he's got the hair. He's got the, he's the pinya, you know, like, I mean, I would like to see him on there. As far as the English is concerned, I think they have worked well with that in the past. And I think, you know, give him a few takes. I think he could actually slam dunk it. That's just what I'm thinking from Yuli, because I know that, you know, it comes to, you know, interviews, commercials, things like that. I, He'll definitely go out there and start, uh, you know, with a little practice. Definitely he would be my actual, like, pick, pick. But from the poll standpoint, I would definitely go with Tucker. So Yuli Gurriel is also really good friends with Bregman. And I think that, that, uh, what do you call it when you're, chemistry. The chemistry between the two would be awesome. I mean, hands down, dude, it's Yuli Gurriel. But I yes. just did. I just I didn't put him on there because of the, because of the English. I didn't know. But I mean for sure. But Tucker, I voted for him too. He got twenty seven percent. Michael Brantley got nine percent. He kind of doesn't seem like he would even be interested in doing that. But I picked him based on that he spoke English. But Kyle Tucker, the reason I picked him is because he needs to be marketed. And I know it's an HEB commercial and no one's going to see it but us, but I want to see Kyle Tucker joke around. Like the HEB commercial where you can hear the organ playing. Oh, yeah. You know, when the guys are doing <laughs> stuff and at the end yes. you find out you find out it's Altuve. I mean, that, that commercial is awesome. The one where Correa is building the tree houses for the squirrel. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I love the commercials. But here's some, some people said this, that the guys that do the commercials, they get hurt. Do you think there's an HEB commercial cu- uh, curse? Like I, there is I, like a Sports Illustrated curse? Oh, God, I hope not. I mean, I don't need no Madden curse when it comes to these commercials, but that can't be good. You know, I just, uh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say there's a curse, but that definitely can't be good for, for HEB, you know? So other, so it was, it was Tucker, Brantley, Lance McCullers Jr. and other, and Lance McCullers got 60% of the vote and I just don't see him doing that. I don't, he doesn't, I mean, he's like a really cool guy. And we had talked like he's the most Houston guy on the team. I can't see him doing it. I mean, I don't, his personality is super intense. That's the, that's what I know of him. I mean, we don't know these guys personally, but I can't see it. I can't see Lance McCullers doing HB commercials, but I can see Kyle Tucker doing it. 
And it, you know how they have the the Heisman commercials during football, and oh, they yeah. usually and they usually haze the new guy. Kind of, I mean, yes. it could be like that. <laughs> Kyle Tucker, all the way, buddy. If if anyone's listening, that's who it should be, Kyle Tucker. If not, Yuli Gurriel. I'm with you on that one. It should definitely be Tucker. But you know, I would like to see Yuli, and who knows? I would like to see Yolan. You know, like hey, give it a shot. And hey, I mean, who knows? Uh, they could actually be slam dunks with a little bit of with a little bit of practice. Hey, maybe they just just have different guys do one. You know, they can oh, join yeah. them. I don't know. Maybe they can make fun of each guy. I have no idea. But speaking of fun, let's do fair or foul, buddy. You ready for that? Let's do this. Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right, number one. This could be a heated debate, but we're too good of buddies to debate this. But whatever. Your opinion on it is, I respect you. Requiring vaccination cards to enter Major League Baseball parks. What if they do that? What if they say, in order to attend this game, you have to be vaccinated and you have to show us your card? Fair or foul? You know, I got to be honest. For me, I got to say fair. And here's the reason. I'll go through it really quick, though. I... You, everybody wants to be safe. I know we, we're living in a time where, you know, we, we are at a point where, you know, now that we have new things coming out, it's, it's more important that, and not, not only that, but for families. I see a lot of families, especially when I went to, to, the, to the Minute Maid, they take their kids, they take their entire, like, crew of family to the ballpark and it's the most important thing to be safe. For me, it'd be better if they, we, we, you know, the only thing you, I think you would lose out on, of course, is there are a lot of, there's a lot of circumstances of why you, people are not vaccinated. Some of it's by choice. Some of it is other reasons. Some of it is medical reasons. So I would, I would have to say fair on the fact that you want to be safe at the park and be reassuring knowing that the person that is next to you or if you a row behind you, a row above you is vaccinated. But that's just based on the fact that I want to be safe, especially when you're enjoying the game. You don't want to worry. You want to be good. That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. I say fair. I say fair, too. And a part of the question that, I mean, I, I some guy got into it with me the other day, and I, I wasn't even responding to him. And like eight hours later, he was still you know, posting things about like concentration camps and things. But it, it's like, and, and somebody even said, I'm vaccinated and I wouldn't go if I had to show it. And I don't understand it. And, you know, people say it's just a piece, of, you know, there, some people's going to get upset by this. Who knows? But it's right. just, to me, it's a piece of paper. And the guy was saying, we got to show papers. That's what they did. You know, the Nazis did this. It was paper this paper that and i'm thinking like you got to have a piece of paper you know a policeman pulls you over and what does he do he asks for your driver's license proof of insurance it's papers yeah, you much. you go get a job you have to show him your social security number you have to have a you have to have papers for everything correct and you know this guy's like what's next chips in our foreheads and all that and i, I mean i quit responding to him but he kept going but i, I to me my answer is this I got vaccinated and I have zero problem showing that card to go to the movies, to go to the ballpark, 
to go to the restaurants. I, it doesn't bother me. Not at all. So I say fair. Fair. All right, number two. I don't know if you got to see the Field of Dreams, but I was actually at work. The Field of... Let's say they do this. What do you think about this fair foul? Field of Dreams at the Astrodome. One team wears Houston Toros uniforms, and one team wears Bad News Bears uniforms. Fair or foul? I got to say fair. I definitely want to see this. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for uh, why is it not in a field, why is it not in a cornfield, but you know what? Field of Dreams, great movie. Uh, I you know, and to be honest, I saw the game. I did watch it. It was actually really good, you know, besides the fact that I didn't really care too much for the teams that were playing, obviously, but... I did like what they did, the ceremony, the Kevin Costner thing. You know, everything was actually done really well. I would like, I wouldn't mind seeing that as far as a field of dreams like type of thing. But if they're gonna do that kind of thing, I would say fair. But if they're gonna do that kind of thing, I would, uh, yeah, they could just bad news bears it, you know, and just do the Houston theme on it. Because I did love the bad news bears, and I loved it at the dome, you know, when yeah. uh, when they went to the dome. And you know to see all the players there as well, the the old time players. But I would definitely, I would definitely say fair. I would like to see that. Yeah, hundred percent. I say fair too. That that uh game, the Field of Dreams game, was the most watched regular season game in sixteen years. And it's not because of the teams. Wow. It's just, you know, what what the coolest meme was that I saw was that the Yankees are the only are the only team, Major League Baseball team, to lose. In the state of Iowa. But who do you think would, would the Astros obviously would wear the Bad News Bears uniforms? But, I mean, but they're playing the Houston Toros. So that would be kind of weird for the the visiting team to come in and be the Houston Toros. I say New York Yankees come in wear those uniforms. We're still going to win. All right, number three, this just came up a few days ago. The Astros should sign Marwin Gonzalez, who got DFA'd by the Red Sox. Fair or foul? I got to say foul on that one. You know, to be honest, I love Marwin. I'm probably one of the biggest Marwin fans uh, when he was with us, and I do even do have a Marwin jersey to prove it. But I think at this point, I think we're good with what we have. We're good with what we have in our farm. We're good with the players that we have. I mean, Jake Myers is a, is, a, is a perfect example on how good we have it in double-A and triple-A. I think Marwin, we would just want him just for, like, nostalgic reasons. 2017, you know, wearing the number nine, you know, which obviously is already worn by Robel Garcia. But, you know, I would say foul because I believe we're just, we would just have him not as, as an important player. It's kind of like the the Dodgers getting Albert Pujols, you know. You're, there's no really no spot for him. And I wouldn't want a Marwin Gonzalez um, down the road, you know, with not having, like, we're, we're not really using him. I would say foul. We should not sign Marwin Gonzalez. I guess what people, a lot of people want him because of who he is. And that, the, you know, Alex Bregman, you know, his return, who knows when he's coming back. It's going to be very slow. I, I don't know what's happening with him. So, we do have a need at third base. And if we use Oledmus Diaz at third base, then we have a need for a utility guy. I mean, he's not having a good year or they wouldn't let him go. Agreed. And can they, you know, maybe 
what some people say, maybe coming to the Astros could reignite his, uh, I don't know, skills. But he was one of the guys that benefited the most in 2017. So, But I'm with you. I say foul. I, I mean... Why? Why would you want someone that got DFA? I don't know. We both we both say foul, but I mean, I I think that there is room for them. If they did get him, there could be room for him. Let him go play for Sugarland for a couple of weeks. See what he's got. I don't know. I think maybe coming back to Houston might spark, you know, some energy in him. Speaking you of know, going to the ball, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say that to be honest, if it was like early in the regular season or next season, that'd probably be yeah. all for it because there's a lot more. You can you can have more fun with Marvin Gonzalez putting him around because remember with us he was everything he played everything the only thing he didn't do was pitch and that far God he probably could pitch but I think now that we're in our stretch our playoff run stretch run we have to have the guys ready to play and you know I really couldn't have a guy who just like you said got DFA trying to slip into our lineup number four wearing Crocs to the ballpark. And for me, I can say wearing Crocs at any time. Now, I don't want to totally knock Crocs because I don't have any. I mean, maybe I put my feet in them and I just travel back to a magical time where my feet didn't hurt. But before you even answer, I'm going to say foul because I think they look ridiculous. I got to say foul also. I saw um, some friends of mine actually putting themselves on social media with the Crocs. And, you know, I do own a couple of pair. I've even taken uh, a pair to uh, pajama day at work, you know, I'll say that. But I don't think I can take them to a ballpark, you know. I, I You know, to the ballpark, you got to rock the good shoes there, especially when you're going to be walking all over the stadium. You know, you got to rock the good, awesome stuff. And especially if you got, you know, Stroh's kind of color kind of shoes, you got to do it. But, you know, it's a foul to take these at the ballpark. It's a foul. Speaking of walking to the stadium, this isn't a fair foul because it would be, I mean, the best thing to me when you walk from your hotel room, because me and you both live out of town, walking from the hotel room to the ballpark in this weather, 100 degree, 90 degree weather, I mean, you got to get Bahama Bucks, right? Oh, yeah. I love Bahama Bucks there. I mean... It's like ten dollars for for one that costs you about five in the real world, but man, it's just so so relaxing. It's, I it love it. It is definitely. All right. So every morning, every Sunday, well, every morning actually too, but every Sunday, I get up, I get a cup of coffee, I put the notes down, getting ready for the show. I make another cup while I'm talking to you. Cup of coffee. I love coffee, and is it because of the creamer? I use creamer. It is caramel macchiato. And when I go to restaurants and they have plain old milk, I don't like it. So fair or foul? I don't know what kind of a of, of big-time coffee drinker you are, but flavored creamer for your coffee, fair or foul? Fair. Uh, I like the flavored creamer, and yes, I do drink a lot of coffee. Right now, I'm on it pretty good right now, to be honest. Um, but yes, fair. It's, you know, you, you want to have coffee that's going to wake you up, but you also want coffee that you're going to love, you're going to enjoy. And the only way to do it is to have some flavor, some really good flavor in it. I know this is going to be something to, uh, some of my friends who just drink it straight out the, straight out the pot and ready to go. 
but no, I want to enjoy my cup. I want to enjoy my coffee, whatever I put it in, especially if I put it in my dugout book. And to be honest, it's got to be flavor. It's a fair. You got to have flavor. I say fair too. I love my caramel macchiato uh, flavored creamer. And I'm not, I mean, I don't enjoy, I drink coffee at restaurants or whatever, but I, I don't enjoy it as much. I don't enjoy it as much without it. But I do enjoy waking up every Sunday and doing the show with you. But unfortunately, we're out of time, buddy. And it's time to say goodbye to everybody. But for me, I'd like to thank all of you guys for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. And if you're in Mexico, gracias for listening to the show. And remember, everybody, if it's Sunday, it's always time for Sunday Strokes. Thank you.